Gazelle, welcome to yet another episode. Today I'll be in conversation with Morbi Mabandi. We'll be talking about the difficulties that we face being firstborn African, firstborn daughters in African household. Morbi, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, I can't really hear you properly. May you please just increase your volume because I can't um, hear you clearly. Can you hear me clearly now? Yeah, it's perfect now. It's perfect. All right. Okay. All right. So w- without further ado, obviously you are a firstborn daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and at, <laughs> in an African household, how has that experience been like for you <laughs> in general? Um, to be honest, it hasn't been the easiest, um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, growing up in an African society whereby everything is very cultural and there are certain yes. ways of, you know, um, handling yourself, especially as a girl child and you're the firstborn, somehow you have to yeah. set an example for younger siblings or just mm-hmm. having to look good in society because, you know, they are not expecting anything bad to happen and yeah it's not the easiest it's different from other cultures whereby they are more lenient when it comes Mm -hmm. to africa everything is just pretty tough and you just have to keep your head high i mean i mean true i can relate to that especially the issue of of being taught early basic human skills really they should be basic but it's you know in an african household it's almost as if the concept of cooking cleaning and all of that is a woman's thing so it's like eventually you will get married so you should probably do that all the time since you're a girl you know yeah yeah and definitely and if you can't do any of those you are less of a woman (laughs) exactly exactly yeah so yeah it's pretty tough i mean it's actually different from you know how the american society is if you're a Uh woman and you can't cook it's not an issue so we just okay cool we just hire a chef or something but in an african society by the time you are old enough to be able to you know to talk or to <laughs> perceive your environment you need to be able yeah. to do certain basic chores yeah that's true so yeah and being the first especially being the first born there's this thing that you just need to keep your head high all the time and there is no doubt about it there isn't but like does it get better though because personally my, well with me i'm a firstborn daughter as well and yeah. what i what, what i hoped was that the responsibilities that i had when i was younger um i hope that as i aged my siblings would sort of take over in a way or be treated yeah. the way i was but but they're still stuck on me <laughs> i'm like why <laughs> yeah in fact as you get older i think it gets worse because now mm-hmm. you're getting older um you're going to school they're expecting great results yes. expecting you to graduate and as you get yes. older, they're expecting you to be better at cooking, better at cleaning, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that. But I think it also depends from which African household you come from, because there are some black like, parents who are really still very, very tough on their firstborn daughters. And then True. there are certain parents whereby they are quite lenient. They do understand that at times it's too much pressure, so they can be mm-hmm. it can be a bit better. But yeah, it's not it's not the easiest thing. But I think you can manage it as you grow older especially i think because now we are used to it you know that there's no one who's gonna be there before you you are the first one you have to get it going yeah yeah growing growing up for you obviously was it an experience that you would say you enjoyed or did it have its ups and downs did you enjoy it really no i didn't up until um 
maybe in my early 20s that's when i was like okay this is not maybe because I, I, that's when i kind of started becoming becoming more independent so mm-hmm. you can sort of make your own decisions you can sort of choose no this is what i want but then mm-hmm. growing up as a teenager it wasn't the easiest because that's the phase whereby you're always fed with a lot of hey you need to do this you need to do that yes, you know, yes. don't date because you're gonna fall pregnant yes. all those kind yes. of things yes. <laughs> Because now they'll be telling you if you do those things, what are you say, what are your siblings going to say or what are your siblings going to do? Because now True. you have to look good in order for your siblings to also be good. So the moment you do bad, your siblings are gonna do bad. So yeah, it was I think during my teenagers it was tougher, but then during like my early twenties it, it became better and better. And now um I think yeah, I'm okay with it and I'm used to it and I think I can manage it pretty well. Yeah, I love I love the part where you touched on that issue of, of parents having this phrase where they say don't date or play around yeah, with boys you yeah. might get pregnant. Did yeah. you feel like growing up, would you have wanted to 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 have been able to sort of say to them, you know what, I wanna date? Instead of sneaking around <laughs> and trying to like, ah, I have to maintain this perfect image because I'm the first born, you know? Um, can you please come again? I'm saying growing up, would you have yeah. wanted to maybe to have been able to speak to your parents and say, you know what, I wanna date? as opposed to having to sneak around because you have to maintain this perfect image because you're the firstborn. Yes, yes. I actually wish I was actually more open by that during that time. But then I was young and naturally I'm a like a reserved person. I tend to keep my feelings to myself. So it was mm-hmm. the most difficult thing to actually express of which, you know, you know what you get into trouble because I yes. think sometimes parents they are protecting us that you will fall pregnant or something that will happen but then maybe yeah. at the same time um they need to be sort of um quite lenient but the problem sure. with many african societies is that they don't sit down with you and talk to you about it like this thing thank you thank you exactly yes. so we had to find out from our other friends which oh you can date this is how it works you see yeah <laughs> or movies and tv <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was. Yeah, I wasn't able. I would always like you know keep it undercover and all that. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. And 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 um, I want to know this because the issue of of having to maintain this perfect image because you're first born. Yeah. Does is it is it is it highly influenced by the gender of your of your younger siblings? If your younger siblings are boys, for example, is it much better? Or if they're girls, is it like? much better or much worse because now there's a younger girl who has to look up to you um i think it's the same because i have two younger brothers i don't mm-hmm. have a younger sister so mm-hmm. it was mainly about just me protecting myself I, I i don't know if it was anything to do with my younger brothers maybe it's different if you've got a younger sister because obviously your younger sister will definitely look up to you but yeah. i think the pressure can be quite the same if not more for the one who's got like younger siblings who are girls maybe yeah i'm not sure but it was always still the same thing like just be a good example to your younger siblings because i think maybe somehow it can even if like for example my younger brothers if i am to like let's say do crazy stuff and all that even if i'm a girl probably mm-hmm. they would also feel like oh it's normal even if you're a big sister so yeah, yeah i think it's quite similar i think that's what i think uh-huh uh-huh and yeah. and 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 what are some of the the tendencies um 
that our African parents have. I love the part where you spoke about how um, hard or difficult it was, and how African parents don't sit down with their children. Hmm. Is that something that you feel like you want to expose your children to, or you want to have that sit down relationship with your kids about and talk about everything? I think a sit down relationship is actually perfect because we now live in a digital era whereby, it, like, let's say I have a child. There, mm-hmm. she would, he or she would definitely be exposed to these things about dating and all that. So it's better mm-hmm. I sit down with my children and tell them the good and the bad, so that even if their friends talk about it or if the internet says whatever it wants to say, they know that our mom or our parents spoke to us about it and this is what we need to do. Because sometimes, like many teenage pregnancies, you realize that it's probably not the child's fault. She didn't True. know all these things. She just wanted to try it out and she wanted to see, exactly. oh, how does this feel? How does this feel? And all that kind of thing. So, exactly. Yeah, so sitting down with the kids is definitely like the goal when I become a parent so that it's sort of also protecting my kids from doing anything stupid because at the end of the day, I will regret, you see. I'm yeah. the one who's going to feel bad. I'm the one who's going to have to live with this regret all my life. So at least if I speak to them and I instill some discipline then i know that i played my part as a parent and then obviously they have to make a choice and and another thing obviously um teenage pregnancy teenage pregnancies in african households is a huge deal i think it's a, it's a very big thing because firstly even if you're a child maybe you get to your adolescent stages and you say to your parents no i want to get contraceptives or i want to you know start yeah. taking pills positive pills they look at you like yeah you're ready now to, to run around in the streets <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll be like hey you are a prostitute now and stuff exactly <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's, it's honestly a big issue because our young girls are falling pregnant now they have to abort illegally yeah. hurt themselves and, and all exactly. of that yeah yeah and it's, it's, it's terrible it's terrible i think people just need to have these type of conversations because everything in life starts at home you are true you are who you are today because of what happened in your household or what your parents taught you and told you definitely applies to me and everyone else so if you start at home talk to them because you know kids nowadays are so fast and they're so intelligent they will definitely understand and all you Mm -hmm. need to do is just play a part as a parent and just you know just talk just educate them even if they're going to get educated at school but by the time they are going to be teenagers adults they know that this is where i stand this is what i need to do and this is what i don't need to do and i think it'll be quite better yeah and mm-hmm. um, the thing that i'm obviously curious yeah, about yeah. is every experience has its its positives and negatives and i'm sure the strictness of our parents and the responsibilities that they bestowed on us from an early age has obviously it shapes us to be certain people so how has that shaped you or contributed in making you the kind of woman that you are today um i'll say it shaped me in a very good way because yeah growing up my parents were i wouldn't say strict but they were very um straightforward they tell mm-hmm. you they don't mm-hmm. want this they don't want this so that has mm-hmm. also sort of made me who I am today and just to yeah. make me understand that life is not all about jokes and stuff and then yeah. also <laughs> growing up with like my single mom that has yeah. made me to step up and just mm-hmm. be responsible so mm-hmm. the positive side is basically that now I'm more responsible I'm more aware of myself, I'm aware of my environment, I know that if I want to do something, this is how I go about 
about it right and then the negative side obviously was i never really had the chance to fully 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 be a child because i had to mature quickly and to step up oh my goodness yes yeah so that kind of took a toll on me but then now i guess i just have to get over it because i'm an adult now i'm not gonna go back and be 15 and be a child again you see yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean obviously it's frustrating and and when you when you say that i i can relate to that on a hundred percent is that when i was younger and you have to mature fast but then mm-hmm. you you do it in a way that you say to yourself okay when i get to a certain age maybe the responsibility will be, will be better and i'll be able to be a child but by the time you know it you don't know that child <laughs> yeah yeah so it's you know being first born it's it's yeah it's just i don't know it's just a pretty tough and being w- yeah. women like you know the pressure is just to be feminine in society how uh-huh. do you dress how do you talk how yes. do you carry yourself around men or boys and all that yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's a whole yeah vibe it's honestly something else and but how did you deal with it though what i want to know is uh especially now as an adult feeling as if you had to mature a bit too early how how are you dealing with that frustration right now and saying okay my 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 younger siblings will never go through this (laughs) (laughs) you know um to be honest, I actually really don't know how I dealt with it. I think with time, I just started accepting it and then just mm-hmm. telling myself, this is who I am. I'm the firstborn child. I can't change anything. And God chose me to be the first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's something that he trusted me with. So being mm-hmm. angry and bitter about it is it's a waste of time, really. It's just making sure that i can create the best life i can as the firstborn daughter yeah i think yeah and just being a good big sister to my brothers and Mm -hmm. yeah a good child to my parents as well (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. okay speaking of um parents and 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 all of this how how can we really sit down with them how can we sit down with them and say you know what can can we do this like this <laughs> as opposed to doing it like that because i don't like it when we do this like this do you think it's oh, a possibility <laughs> like like um let's say if your parent does something wrong and you just tell them i didn't like it something like that yes <laughs> it's it's hard i think it depends what the type of relationship which you, you have with your parents because uh-huh. like i said um families are different you do get families mm-hmm. whereby the parents do create an environment for friendship with their children so that's yes. easier to tell your parents that I did not like it when you say this. And then there are those parents who are just like so serious. It's just good morning. You have to have that sort of, you know, respect. And they're pretty tough inside. And maybe, I mean, probably you can just try to crack the shell. Mm-hmm. But it'll probably take much more time unless it's like a parent whom you created that good friendship environment with so it's pretty tough unless you just you know get the courage and be like you know what i've had enough let me just say it out whatever happens happens and you take it from me yeah mm-hmm. yeah. sure because it's, it's definitely not easy i mean yeah. it's it's really not easy but it's something that's worth trying especially for for people out there we're going to get the chance to listen to this podcast you know it's yeah. really easy. It is, because um, you, keeping stuff to yourself is Yes. Good because now at the end of the day you're gonna resent your parents 
because when True. you do this one thing it hurts you they're gonna do something else it hurts you they're gonna do something else again and then you keep on building up building up building up and then i mean obviously there will be a day where you're just gonna burst and oh it might get ugly uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah yeah and and there's this also this this thing that i see um especially on social media tiktok to be exact where people speak about um being an elderly child and, and all of that and the moment they get an opportunity they want to leave they just want to leave the house <laughs> and go and live alone have <laughs> you also felt that kind of that urge to <laughs> i have yo, so many times yo i have <laughs> i really have because i think the frustration of being what they call um in inverted commas the deputy parent because sometimes mm. you want to feel like a child but then you yeah. realize that oh, i have to sort of be a parent in a way and True. then that gets frustrating because you see your younger siblings, siblings living their lives and you're just like Man, exactly i wish i was them <laughs> yes yeah so you do sometimes feel like oh you know what let me just get my own place and do my own thing because also the frustration comes maybe from your younger siblings they don't mm-hmm. behave you try to mm-hmm. tell them to do this to that they're rude maybe they just trying to you know mess with your head but yeah i guess it just depends also with your lifestyle who you are if you really feel like this environment is not for you and you need to get your own place to clear your head then it's fine but if it's a manageable situation where you can really sit down and talk to your siblings or your parents and be like look this and this this and that then maybe probably it could turn out for the good so just depends on who you are and how you can handle the situation because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one thing yeah. i've also realized with with, with with African households in particular, since obviously I'm an African, I'm an African child, is yeah. that they, they are going to be extremely tough on the first child. I think it's regardless of whether or not you are a girl or a boy. I think they are ridiculously tough on the first child. But as 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 you know, they get to the 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 the, the last bones or whatever, they they really just loosen up. <laughs> They're not that strict. Yeah. It's so frustrating to me. <laughs> I, I like for me sometimes I even tell my mom like ah oh, he's just the last born you know you you just let him go you you never trained them as tough as you trained me so yeah. I think it comes naturally because I don't I don't know why the first bonds go under so much pressure I really don't but maybe because I, I really I don't know I don't even have like a specific reason but I guess you were the first one to just having to see the world and you're expected to lead by example and to sort of pass down some wisdom to younger ones i guess so the pressure yeah. is on like you have to be your sister's keepers or your brother's keepers anything like that yeah yeah it's, it's honestly ridiculous and the other thing that i feel like um our parents don't really do and I've seen this with other cultures of different races is that they will sort of do something to their children, whether it's discipline or whether it's um, a relationship dynamic where they will mm-hmm. implement something and then they say, okay, how do we feel about this? And the child actually has a chance to to, to give their opinion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, okay. I always say that we, we are the experiment as, as children. We are the experiment, especially if you're going to be a first child, the first yeah. born, you are the experiment because the parents had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah yeah so when something happens and and then they act or react in a certain way and it's like no but don't do that because if you could do that i will react this way so don't you know yeah yeah that's very true so oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly it's honestly a myth yeah what are some um 
great sort of sort of um, skills that you've acquired that will, will that will ensure that your younger siblings don't go through that. You know that you sort of help them out indirectly so that they don't don't get the chance to experience that as well. Um, like how I would advise them not to go through what I went through. No, like certain things that you've experienced. Let's say, for example, you being being a, a well-disciplined child, right? Yeah. And and how that has sort of loosened the the, the strictness or the pressure from you from your younger siblings because you were very well-disciplined. Oh, um, okay. I think I'm kind of losing the question there. Sorry about that. I'm trying no, to. No. Put in my, can you maybe try to make it a bit simple, maybe? Okay, so for example, obviously, if you're gonna have, have like a firstborn daughter who mm-hmm. is well disciplined, um, and the parents are strict, but the child maintains the well discipline, it sort of makes them loosen up for the for the for the other siblings that are gonna come about, you know, and they won't be yeah. that strict or that hard or that yeah. So do you feel like maybe you've sort of helped your siblings out a bit, <laughs> so that your parents can sort of loosen loosen up with that pressure? maybe maybe not i'm not really sure but i think for my younger siblings probably they had the opportunity to be vocal more than i was so Mm -hmm. you know because as the first one when you're really quiet and they tell you to do this and you don't like it they're just like oh she's okay with it right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. even if you want to speak back you are regarded as rude but as for my younger siblings they are very vocal like literally my younger brothers if my mom does something that they don't like they will tell her no like i don't like <laughs> and then they have they've never really felt the pressure to just keep quiet and feel the pain and just to do this and to do that they are mm-hmm. just very open unlike me even until this day it's very difficult for me to be like no i don't like this because i feel like i'll come across as rude or disrespectful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i just have to be sort of obedient to do it and then I mean, unless it's like really, really bad and I really don't like, probably I'm like, nah, I don't like this. So I think it has made it easier for them. I think it has because oh, they just, they live their lives. They're so free. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I answered sure. it well. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You really did. Okay. And you, you touched a very, um, a point there where you said at times you, you sort of have to be quiet for the, for yeah. the sake of just being quiet for the sake of peace. Because I can relate to that. Like sometimes something will happen mm. or you you might want to do maybe you want to go out with your friends or go out somewhere but you're like you know what let me just not go because it's gonna yes. start something. <laughs> damn <no. laughs> yeah now it's, it's honestly something else and then but the younger siblings they can they can you know go and i mean it's not that i'm painting it out as t- to be almost as if it's a bad situation where the firstborn is treated is ill-treated and the younger siblings have it easy but it's just so that we can find solutions and and say you know what we may be quiet about it for the sake of peace and the sake of of, of being re- being respectful but it bothers us a bit we're not we're not at all that happy about it you know yeah yeah it does because like i said earlier the way you grow up and the things they feed you like um don't talk back to your parents especially i think for me now i'm i'm like a 90s kid and i grew mm-hmm. up in a environment where but even in primary 
or high school you had to be respectful like you don't talk back to your teachers you don't talk mm-hmm. back to your parents even if your mm-hmm. teacher say something offensive like i remember mm-hmm. one time growing up there was my sports teacher so he would call me um instead of calling me more blessing he would call me less blessing so i would always feel <laughs> <Okay. laughs> offended now yeah if it was a child today they would definitely stand up to that chief like no you can't call me that that's not my name but during that time yeah. we sort of had to just die inside and then you smile but you don't like it you know mm. so that thing i grew up with it even until now even if something happens i just still have to just you know for the sake of peace just hold it inside and yeah it's a bad thing of course we need to learn to be vocal and to express how we feel but it's just the way we grow up man our background our roots they go way back to don't talk back it doesn't matter if it hurts you or not so now uh-huh. i'm old i'm like in my 20s i have to now be like oh i need to unlearn that and try to yes and it's pretty hard yeah wow and and it's actually very true that um this thing is is a i think it's a generational and an age thing because yeah. my younger brother i think he was in in fourth grade as well or fifth grade so he the t- his teachers could not pronounce his native name correctly he had this yeah. tendency to call out his name in the class if they don't call it pronounce it properly he, he won't respond <laughs> oh wow and then they had to write a letter and say this is how you pronounce it please pronounce it properly and he's like nah i don't know who that is that person doesn't exist <laughs> that's not <Wow>. my <laughs> so yeah so, it's each thing <laughs> yeah 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 sure yeah. but but um i think it's it's in a way it's also a great thing because it teaches you sometimes to not be overly vocal and overly defensive when someone does something or treats you in a certain way in certain situations because of this training that we've had you automatically mm-hmm. say you know what i won't engage in nonsense right now you know exactly yeah yeah you know when to stop exactly and you are also able like for me I, i'm able to think and i think it's mm-hmm. i don't know if it's a problem but even before i have a conversation with someone in person i can literally think of how the conversation will go and then if i feel mm-hmm. suitable i'll say it out so i usually think before i talk think mm-hmm. before i act and maybe because of how i grew up it has helped me to avoid fights to avoid disagreements with probably friends or acquaintances out there and just to protect mm. my peace and just to make sure that i have a good relationship with everyone that i come across because i hate drama definitely i don't like drama. yeah yeah sure yeah. and i'm going to ask you this personal question <laughs> i'm going to ask you this okay. personal question one day when you have children of your own which one would you <laughs> which gender would you like to to have first <laughs> um Honestly, I've never really thought about it that way, but yeah. Any, I'm 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 open to any gender really mm-hmm. because I think the only thing is I will just try my best to not to put unnecessary pressure on my first born child even if it's a boy because you know with the boys it also comes with hey you're a man we don't die. Exactly. And then the girl they'll tell you you're going to be a mother. Oh. Mm. I'll, I'll just try to be as lenient as possible and just especially create an environment where my kids are able to express how they feel because as mm-hmm. a parent you might say something oh go wash the dishes and I might say it in a bad way at least you should be like mom I didn't like the way you said that yes. then I know that that's good because sometimes if you just keep quiet 
it's a problem you know it is anything else they whatever problems they face now they're not able to be to be expressive to you so i think most importantly i just want to create an environment whereby my kids are able to express how they feel yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and obviously to the young girls out there who are first born daughters who have this frustration that you know what i i'm I, i don't have enough time to be a child i because i have all these responsibilities what do you have to say to them to to make them feel better and put them at ease i think they should um i think the first thing is be vocal about how you feel like mm-hmm. whoever you come across be it especially in for example your parents your aunts and your uncles as a first mm-hmm. one girl they will definitely grill you left right and center so be able to stand up for yourself and be like look don't put unnecessary pressure especially for example oh so yeah you're 25 now when are you getting married all those kind yeah. of unnecessary pressures yeah. be yes. vocal and tell them that look create a boundary and then obviously they should not put pressure on themselves sometimes like i'm 23 and i, I just when i was 18 i remember i used to put so unnecessary pressure on myself like i need to get a job i need to make money i need to help my mom you know now I'm yeah like, what was i doing so don't put pressure <laughs> on yourself yeah like uh, don't put pressure on yourself allow yourself to be a child just i mean just don't lay back try to be as responsible as you can but don't put pressure mm-hmm. on yourself just do what makes you happy and take each day as it comes and um, just always be respectful to yourself make sure that you are you you like you respect is earned as well don't be just one of those bitter people and yeah just be yourself yeah just be vocal especially just being expressive i wish i was like that before because yo there was a lot that i was just harbor inside but yeah yeah sure it's it's a process and it's a never-ending journey Mm -hmm, it is well unfortunately we have come to the end (laughs) of our segment (laughs) thank you so much this was actually really fun it's really nice being interviewed (laughs) yeah (laughs) now i try to keep it short because i don't want you to get annoyed i want you to come back (laughs) oh okay i understand (laughs) but thank you so much for joining us today You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for your lovely podcast. I can't wait to re-listen to this. Yo. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, there you have it, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please share and support. Thank you. Bye. Bye.